Hey there, campers. While we're gathering around the campfire, we just want to let you know we are not what you would call experts. What we do have is a love for researching and discussing the lore of cryptids, creatures, and an occasional spooky woman that can eat our soul. So if you are in need of immediate help with the chupacabra in your yard, please consult someone else. Also, this podcast isn't for kids. These campfire stories can contain graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for young campers. Solicitor discretion is advised. campers my name's kimmy and i'm here with my co-host ryan hey guys welcome back to alluring our folklore podcast where we tell you the history and stories of different legends and lore from around the world Woo! and we're gonna jump right on this chaotic beautiful train of folklore campiness um what did you find alluring this week ryan um so one of my favorite things in this world is uh, getting enough sleep. And um, recently, a law was passed in America that we will no longer be doing all of this uh, time change BS starting in 2023. Wait, you're joking. No, I'm serious. Daylight. Well, I mean, it still has. Okay. It passed Congress, no, it passed the Senate unanimously. So as long as it passes Congress, which it will, daylight savings will be over. Dunzo. Oh my God. We're going to have one time zone or one time. And oh man, it's going to be so nice. We're going to be in this, the daylight savings time that we're in now will be permanent. And it's going to be like, great. I. Okay, I thought it was like a joke article. No, for like it's true. Quick and I was like, uh. <laughs> like it hasn't passed. Like, it's not like definitely passed, but it's looking very good. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I can't wait. That's so cool. Okay. Yeah, and speaking of sleep, I also got a new bed, but that's not as exciting as uh, daylight saving. <laughs> well, what kind of me. bed did you get? That's I, the. I got a really fancy bed. It's one of those ones that like raises. Oh. I, like, I got a bad back, so I got to. Uh, oh, you got to splurge there. I got to splurge. 100%. Yeah. Anything that separates you from the ground. <laughs> Shoes and beds. Never cheap out on that. That is today's lesson. We can end the podcast right there. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. Um, this has been alluring. But anyway, what? Uh, what did you find alluring this week, Kimmy? Man, I have so many things. I just feel like <laughs> there is a beautiful chaos to week, Pisces season yeah, because this is how my week goes like mm. in February. Chaos. So there's Valentine's Pisces Day season. and then there's a break. Like a week break, and then it's my birthday the next week, and then there's a break, and then it's Edgar's birthday. Oh, man. And I am a very, like, 
I grew up with a Brazilian mother, so birthdays are big effing yeah. deal in their family. So I grew up with that. And he was like, I never really had one. And I was like, <gasps> so I like threw him like a Dragon Ball Z one and nice. I made magical and he I didn't do too much, but I did enough. Like yeah. there was like a balloon garland that was like blue and orange, blue and orange plates. Nice. You know, we got cake. All the chips were orange and cheddar, yeah. you know, made some homemade dip and um, three magical drinks. I made like an orange jello shot mm -hmm. and I like drew the Dragon Ball stars on the lids of the shots. Oh, nice. <laughs> and then I did some blue ones. They were OK, so I won't talk about it, but I did make a super magical drink. It was the screwdriver we all deserve at seven in the morning. It was orange juice. It's I'm a screwdrivers can make me their bitch any day. Yeah, mimosas oh. are for suckers. Screwdrivers are where it's at. A thousand percent. So this is how I did it. So I want to change all of your guys's life. I'll tell you. These people aren't sponsoring. If you want to sponsor us, Florida <laughs> Oranges, I will cry. The entire state of Florida and all of their oranges? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Please. Right. I will. It will be beautiful and we can dream. But get yourself Florida orange juice. No pulp because we ain't about that here. And then you're going to get vodka. Whatever brings you joy, that's over $12. Under that just hurts your soul for some reason. And I don't know why. I disagree. <laughs> Unless you're Ryan, you want to. I'm a ten dollar vodka kind of guy. <laughs> you're like under ten and a whole bottle for one night. Yeah. What could go wrong? <laughs> and then you're gonna get um, the Lacroix. Is that how you say it? <laughs> yeah, Lacroix. Right yeah, that's right. L Lacroix. Ha <laughs> ha. You're gonna go get the raspberry Lacroix. Okay. You're gonna do fifty percent orange juice. No wait. My fractions are bad, so just bear with me. 50% orange juice, like 40% vodka, and then 30% of the carbonated raspberry LaCroix. That doesn't add up to 100, but you guys can figure it out. I, yeah, math's a little off, but that's fine. I believe the in you. The spirit's there. That's what's important. 100%. And then what you do, you get a blood orange, and you get a normal orange, and you slice it, and you put it in there. You're welcome. It was so good. It was dangerous good. It was like the drink you have four of, and then it hits you and you see Jesus. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this was amazing. And I loved every second. So that's my luring thing. I made the most magical screwdriver for my boyfriend's birthday. Speaking of birthdays, you know, who may share a birthday with you. Oh, I thought you were going to go the Jesus route. I thought like, about it, but I went speaking, with this one. Yeah, speaking okay. of... Uh, speaking of birthdays. Our story this week. Uh, cue, cue intro? Cue campfire sounds. Cue campfire sounds. <laughs> oh, no, I was not prepared. Um, pretend you just heard... Whoosh. <laughs> Okay, we, <laughs> we did it. Um, so, Kimmy, the year, 1796. Okay. Servants of Catherine the Great, Empress of Russia, discovered an identical imposture sitting on the throne while she slept. 
The Empress ordered the imposter to be shot. A few days later, the Empress died of a stroke. What are we talking about this week? Oh my goodness. Well, sorry, I just got a family text, but oh. we are good. He, he was just asking me how to watch the stream. Oh, okay. You, we love supportive family. YouTube.com forward slash alluring if you're not already here. <laughs> if you're hearing this from the void. Yeah, if you are hearing this from the void, check us out on YouTube, you guys. <laughs> Beautiful chaos. We're on YouTube okay. right now. Focus, okay. Some things you'll see... Sometimes you'll see things you can't explain that can be easily dismissed. But what happens when you stumble upon someone that looks and acts just like you? Or maybe you see someone who looks and acts just like your best friend, but it's not them. Well, I may suggest carrying a holy item on you because this creature we'll be talking about may look like you or a loved one, but trust me when I say they have much darker reasons for appearing before you. So this week, we are going to be talking about the mysterious twin strangers known as doppelgangers. And if you look at the slide, this is my spookity ookity picture for this week because it was kind of hard to figure out how to draw something for doppelgangers. It was very creepy. Yeah, I what I've been watching a lot of um, demon. Slayer, so there's where that comes from. I can see and the, uh, I can see the resemblance. The crazy eyes, uh -huh. crazy enemy eyes. Yeah, that's all I got for that one. But <laughs> legends of these creatures have been heard for centuries, and it wasn't until the late 17th century that the term would take off and become popular points of discussion to this very day. Ooh. So one of the most famous doppelganger sightings was actually uh, President Abraham Lincoln, who allegedly claimed he saw a double reflection of, of himself in the mirror with his face appearing two separate and distinct images. The second face was distinctly paler and more sickly looking than his normal reflection. He allegedly shared this haunting experience with his wife, and according to ancient origins, she said... She was very worried and told Lincoln she believed that the paleness of half the dual image was a bad omen, which meant that Lincoln would serve his first full term, but would not live to finish his second. Dun, dun, dun. I got goosebumps. Um, you may know the rest of this story, um, but she was correct. Um, whether the reported doppelganger sighting was a warning or a premonition is up for debate, but either way... It's creepy, because uh, we all know how old Abe's uh, no, job ended. No. Oh, cool. So the Jesus candle is now being lit. Mm -hmm, yeah, probably um, that's you. Yeah, none of these are uh, good. God. No, no. Okay, no. <laughs> I only read the first two sentences of that, and I was like, this seems like a Ryan part of the thing, and I plopped it in there. Because I've learned when it's like history facts and when it's like <laughs> spooky sightings. Oh my god, what the hell is that image? Dun, Ryan Huskins. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, so another sighting reported from history is from the biography and life of Dr. John, I believe it's Donnie. 
Um, English writer Isaac Walton shares a disputed account of the poet John Donnie and his wife's doppelganger. One night in 1612, while staying in Paris, Donnie was discovered in a deeply disturbed state. I have seen a dreadful vision since I saw you, he said to his wife. I have seen my dear wife... Oh, sorry, he said this to Isaac Walton. I have seen my dear wife pass twice by me through this room with her hair hanging about her shoulders and a dead child in her arms. No, we're done. This is it. I don't want to do this anymore. This has been great. reportedly told the witness, I cannot be sure that I now live, more sure than I now live, that I have not slept since I saw you, and I am sure that at her second appearing, she stopped and looked at me in the face and vanished. Walton then claims that a messenger was immediately dispatched to check on his wife, Don. Check on his wife, returning with the news that she was in very poor health after losing her child. Their child. No. I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> so there's a, there's a theme. You see it. Things aren't looking too good for you. Even if you don't see it. In the first one, only her servant saw it. So, yeah. Um... <laughs> I just, there's so much. <laughs> I hate about it already. And I knew this part would suck. So these next two stories are both from Reddit. So they're relatively recent. Oh, cool. That's um, why I have an actual drink here with me today. Yeah. Let me, give me like two seconds to. So this first one is from, um, Reddit user, I had written their name down here. Reddit user, uh, Quiet Voice four eight four six. Um, I lost my okay. So late at night, I usually go to the bathroom multiple times. But the past four days, every time I go to leave, I can see myself standing in the mirror from the corner of my eye. No. It's like the other me is watching me leave the bathroom. It terrifies me to the point where I'm almost where I almost run out without looking directly at the mirror. I've never told my husband about it because I didn't want to acknowledge it out loud. Earlier today, I took a nap in our bed while he sat in the chair next to it watching TV. When I woke up, he told me that he had seen me sit up and crawl backwards to the edge of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, the sun is down behind us. Um, oh, that's still on that stupid picture. Okay, it's fine. <sighs> so she woke up. He, he, he said he saw her crawl backwards to the edge of the bed and stand up in front of the bedroom door from the corner of his eye. He thought it was weird, um, obviously, uh, that, she, that I got up like that because I'm in my last month of my pregnancy and I can't really move without hurting me, let alone crawl. Um, he tried talking to me. When I didn't answer, he looked at the door to find me not there and still asleep in the bed. I got really creeped out and finally told him about what I had been seeing in the bathroom. He thought it was creepy as well, but didn't want to really talk about it anymore because he thinks it'll give whatever it is uh, power or energy. I have no idea what it wants or why we both saw it. Um, I would also like to, uh, so that's the end of the story, but I'd like to state 
uh, the Reddit user has not posted since this story. So. Stop. I need us to, like, stop right now. Because, <laughs> like, there is something I want to point out. Um, apparently, I don't know this, but a lot of my friends that have, like, gone through, like, a full pregnancy say they get, like, the creepiest pregnancy dreams. Mm. And I think it's because um, they're more sensitive to that because like they're creating something in them that's like new to this world that's just like a personal like fun fun thing for me to think on shower Mm -hmm. thoughts yeah you know but i still don't like it because because i'm trying to tell myself it's just because they're pregnant but in my heart i really want to be pregnant at one point and then i'm like is this what comes with the pregnancy because there's a lot already my sister got through her entire pregnancy without seeing a doppelganger so did she have any you have to ask her if she had any crazy like pregnancy stories like pregnancy dreams is what they're called anyway sorry i'm just trying to (laughs) hold on to the little bit of sanity i have right now yeah yeah watch out that candle that's a fire Oh, it's uh-huh. it's pretty deep. I've burnt a lot. Oh. This is like my third Mother yeah. Mary candle. I have like four, so it's <laughs> fine. <laughs> there is God in this house. <laughs> uh, so this next Reddit post is from... Oh, I lost the username. Uh, Geobite, five years you... ago. Oh, you mean Satan. Because Satan's obviously writing all of these stories. Well, I mean, I hate they're writing their personal experiences, you know? <sighs> Um, so I remember one Sunday morning, my brother and I were watching anime on TV and someone knocked on the door. We lived in an apartment that was empty. The owner hadn't rented the second floor. It was a two bedroom apartment with a kitchen and a bathroom by the door, a small apartment, but with a big window that faces out the door. So when I heard someone knock, I checked the window and saw my father. I was going to the door to open it when I was going to unlock the door, my mother pulls me away and screams at me not to open the door because I didn't know who it was. I told her I saw dad. She freaked out, going to the window and checking the people. She started to get terrified. She said to go to the furthest room in the apartment and not come out. She went and woke up my dad. My dad got up angry and confused. We told him what we saw and the man was still knocking at the door. Uh, My dad screamed, who is it? No answer. He went and called the cops. Um, Oh, sorry. He said he will call the cops, but no response. While my dad was busy screaming at him, we saw that he was just standing still in the front door. So my mom took us to the furthest room from the door while my dad got ready to open with a metal bat. Once he did, the man was gone. My dad goes out looking everywhere around the apartment. The apartment door was a heavy metal door and always was sorry the apartment door was a heavy metal door and always was heard when someone comes in or out but we heard nothing that morning and nothing when my dad opened the door we heard no footsteps either but my brother my mother and i saw a man that looked exactly like my father no yeah i'm sorry i am over it (laughs) the good news with this one is this user has posted since so so they're they're good i just like when i get 
overwhelmed with any type of feeling, I get like teary eyed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sweating and like, I don't, sorry, I don't like any of this at all. I hate that picture. I hate the story. I don't. Well, I have really good news for you then, Kimmy. Yeah, is it my turn? It's time for know. a commercial break. <laughs> Sweet. I need to take a minute. Woo! And you have one minute. We'll see y'all in just a second. Trying to get a non-blurry photo of Bigfoot isn't easy. It takes hours of researching, mapping its location, and tracking the cryptid down. So when you do finally get that crisp picture of Bigfoot, you'll want to frame it for all the world to see. And what better way to frame it than by heading over to FrameBridge. FrameBridge has a wonderful selection of custom frames to pick from, and it's so easy to work with. All you have to do is pick a custom frame, upload or mail your artwork using their free prepaid mailer, and your frame is then built and sent right to your doorstep. And let's just say while getting this photo of Bigfoot, you stumble upon a piece of bark with his claw marks on it. Well, with FrameBridge, you can send it in and get that framed as well. They easily frame 3D objects from an embroidered gift to your favorite alluring podcast tee, or even an award for getting the first non-blurry photo of Bigfoot. From pictures to 3D objects, they got you covered. And one of my absolute favorite features from FrameBridge is the gallery wall creator. Simply upload a collection of your own photos and customize one of their many expertly designed layouts in just a few minutes. They will then send you the framed artwork, hardware, and a life-sized hanging guide. So what are you waiting for? Go to our website, alluring.com sponsors and click on the FrameBridge banner today. Again, go to our website, alluring.com sponsors and click on the FrameBridge banner and get framing today. Welcome, Welcome creeps. creeps. I'm Adam. And I'm Dulce from Weekly Creep. And we like to tell stories about true crime, the supernatural, aliens, and everything in between. Each week, we surprise each other with a new topic, and our listeners get to learn about it right along with us. We like to have a laid-back atmosphere, so it's more like you're just hanging out with friends. Weird friends, who like talking about true crime, the supernatural, and everything in between. And some people like to listen to us, and maybe you will too. We release new episodes every Friday and a bonus titillating tales of true terror on the first of every month. Tune in this Friday for a brand new episode. Okay, now let's hop off that demon picture. <laughs> Back onto a different demon picture. One on I drew that I can disassociate because yeah. I created it. Okay. Precursor. Um, I'm going to start by saying this was a folklore suggestion from my own parents. <laughs> and not just like my mom. This is like my father. And how dare you? Because I did not expect this to be spooky. I could not look in a mirror for a couple hours after researching this topic. And I've saged my house. So thanks, Dad. Specifically, <laughs> Dad. My mom instigated it. But... I was like, oh, it's going to be fine because my dad's very Aries, left brain, Sagittarius moon, very logical personality. Okay. Yeah. 
And I was like, oh, he's going to tell me something with a lot of, like, science and blah, 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 and probably some techie things in it, you know? No. Straight up paranormal and... Do you have uh, mirrors in your room? Oh, yeah. Thanks for that reminder. Cool. No, I was just wondering, because I, I refuse... Ever since I was little, I, I will not have mirrors in my room. They creep me, they creep me out. And my, my best friend growing up, um, his bedroom, his closet, he had a big sliding closet, like the double door ones, you know? Mm-hmm. The entire thing was a mirror. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it was my best friend. I slept over there all the time, but, man... I don't know how people keep mirrors in their room. They're so creepy. There's I, something eerie about them. There's. We'll have to do a folklore topic about like mirrors and being trapped in it because there's a reason for it. Like that's like the Brazilian side of me. Mm-hmm. I have like this huge thing with mirrors. Like I hate that I can see this mirror. Yeah, like, it's weird it, that you're standing in that mirror back there. Like, shut the <laughs> fuck up, Ryan. I want to murder you. I'm so paranoid right now. I have my Jesus handle. I will pray on this yeah, podcast. For some reason, you in the back's Stop not it. holding the Jesus candle. I'm not quite sure what, the, what that's about. Ryan, I'm going to murder you. <laughs> anyway, what, the, what are the possible soul. origins of this doppelganger, Kimmy? Gosh, thanks. Now I... It's fine. Everything's fine. Edgar's gonna be home soon with food, and everything will be fine. Edgar's in the mirror as well. Stop it! Get the fuck out of here. I'm done. This is it. This is our last show. This is the last podcast episode Ryan and I ever do together. He has talked me off the ledge into the lake of death. Thanks, everybody. Possible origins. Let's go. <laughs> okay. So, the legend of twin strangers have been told for centuries around the world. From the Ka of ancient Egypt to the doppelgangers in German folklore, it is believed the earliest reference of these twins of good and evil may be in the... I want to say some really old words, and I want to say them really wrong. So, the Zervanti branch of Zoroastrianism. Zoroastrianism. Yeah, Zoroastrianism? Yes. Um, And this took place between the 3rd and 7th century AD. So we're going way back. So now, if you have no idea what Zoroastrianism, the word Brian just said is, that is okay. Because I'm not 100% sure what it is. Um, I went on a deep dive of it, and after reading some weird stuff about it on the internet all i understand is that it's an ancient religion and i'm not an expert (laughs) but that's what i could get from it but they believed in this abstract concept of the manifested twins born of monist time so the twin arhura mazdar so ormuzuz and agra anemia can't even try that one. I want to try that one. Were co-eternal representatives of good and evil, and the start of twin strangers and the balance of what the two bring. So, uh, like a real modern way to think of it, like we would know in our terms now, is like yin and yang. So this is gotcha. the the, per, the personification. I feel like I've that. heard the word ahura before. I just can't think of where I've heard it, but it'll come to me. I know. What, what was it? Like El Dorado or something? That's the 
only thing I feel like I've Maybe, heard yeah, it from. Maybe, that's what it was, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, super old, super old, old, like, old, really, like, I was going on the sites where they have, like, the eyeball and the triangle, and I was like, mm, feels a little culty, and you're, they're taking ancient ideas to make a mo some money, you know. But this idea of twin strangers continue to be told in different legends around the world. These legends, though different, all have similar tales that connect of a living person with their spirit. So, ancient Egypt, the Ka is an aspect of the soul, depicted as a spiritual identical to the body. Spirit identical to the body, not spiritual. Spirit. Um, it has the same memories and feelings as the person whom they are a part of. Um, in Norse mythology, the Var Dodger simply shows up in the place of where the person is heading. So it makes others believe the original person has already arrived. They are ghostly beings and aren't malicious, but always a bit earlier than the human that they mimic. I like to think of them as a like spot saver, since they always show up a little bit early. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're always late, you're on time yep. because you got this one to cover you. Yeah, you right know what there. I mean? So that's a positive one and a loophole all in one. So I like that one. I'm okay with that one. Yeah. Um, in Native American folklore, Hopi legends talk about twins called the child of the sun and the child of the water. The Hopi also believed in the duality between the upper world and the underworld. So whatever is happening in the upper world, the opposite is happening in the underworld. So uh, I think like Stranger Things kind of does something. Mm -hmm. like this with their like whole like the upside down is what yeah. they call it there's another movie that i'll be talking about in a, a little later that's very similar to that as well Ooh, okay you know. uh, and then so these are some different things what the twin strangers can be some also say that the lore of changelings can be connected to doppelgangers but from what i know about changelings completely different thing i'm shutting that down i'm not even gonna <laughs> tempt the idea it's there's just so much more to changelings like that the point of a changeling if you listen to our very first episode is um swamp a swamp mama pretty much replaces human babies with changeling babies so i don't think it's a twin thing it's more just like a substitution so i don't think it relates to this at all but I'm not an expert, but that's just how I feel about it. Um, anyway, with all these different instances of two people existing at once, there really wasn't a universal word for it. That wasn't until the late 17th century when German folklore would coin the term that we use to this very day. The word doppelganger was introduced by German author Jean Paul in his 1796 novel, I can't pronounce that, Schipikas. Siebenkass, probably? Okay, so doppelgangers is a German word that translates to double goer or double walker, and it's also referred to as twin strangers or a ghostly counterpart of a living person. This word quickly stuck and was confined in the late 18th century to describe the unusual phenomenon. The popularity of this word spread and was later found in English and Irish literature during the 18th and 19th centuries. To this day, we continue to use the term to explain twin strangers that look just like us or loved ones. Ooh. So, 
I know that was a lot on the back the history, but it's just they've been around forever. Yeah, there's a lot to them. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, on to appearances. Now, when I say twin stranger, I mean identical twin from the tip of your head to the tip bottom of your toes or whatever. All of you. Carbon copy. Um, Appearance-wise, same exact thing. The way they walk, how they smell, they are you. And in older tales of doppelgangers, um, they refer them as more ghostly apparitions, but current times, they're your carbon copy. A hundred percent. And like, I think this image is pretty cool because it has Edgar Allan Poe's like take on it and it's like, the, you can tell which one's good and which one's bad and I'll get into it a little bit more, but I just think it's, it's your twin. Same person, same thing. Um, but their behavior is a little bit different. <laughs> you probably know how double. Do you know how doppelgangers act after reading your sightings? How they act? Yeah, like how would you feel like they are personality-wise? They seem, um, I mean, based off of the one with the pregnant lady, they seem very, like, sinister. Like, they kind of just sit there staring at you, but they're not... So they're, like, human... But they're just a little off. Like something about them's off. Ooh, yeah, that's okay. We're on. We're on the train going down the track. It's called like the Uncanny Valley. I think that's what it's called. Where it's like <laughs> where it's like right, but there's just something weird about it. Yes, it just something off. Yeah. I I always like feel like it's a dead eye situation. Yeah, you know when people have dead eyes, like mm -hmm. they're there but they're not. That's what I, I think of it. Okay. But um, So anyway, the behavior. These twins are known for always being sinister and being a bad omen. They harbor darkness, cause illness, death, bad luck, and are just plain evil. It is believed that an evil shadow will follow a person before it manifests into a physical and spiritual twin stranger. In latching onto their victim... They are also known to plant sinister thoughts in the victim's mind, causing them to be more confused as time goes on. So doppelganger isn't under your control and won't help you do the chores or won't be like a fun 90s rom-com where you see your twin at summer camp and you guys like do shenanigans. Like you're fucked. You don't <laughs> know unless you try though. Mm, you can try you can try all you want. I am staying away from that with all my protection crystals and candles and sage because um, <laughs> it's just a nope. So I'll get into that more. But um, pop culture has made it clear like over the years that I'm so scared. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> anyway, um, they aren't there to help you. I just want to, like, emphasize that so much. You can listen to Ryan, but I would say do not. No apology. Maybe. <laughs> Ryan's like, bet. We'll find out. <laughs> so they really want to do as much evil as possible, but they want you to be responsible for it. Gotcha. So that's the point of the deal pro-ganger. Yeah. So now... I want to go into like events and how they relate with it. 
Um, so doppelgangers are not pleasant, and meaning one's evil double quickly became a popular symbol in horror literature, which is a favorite genre of mine. Um, this idea let writers explore the duality of humans showing the darker traits of an individual and how it could affect any normal human being. So this image is from um, Han Christian Andersen's 1847 fairy tale, Skygen, or The Shadow. And you can see that by like the shadow he mm. has on like the back wall. Yeah. In the story, a man's shadow separates from his body and slowly becomes his walking double. But his double is the exact opposite of him morally and ends up taking the place of the original protagonist. So that kind of gives me like <laughs> uh, Legend of Zelda vibes well, with Dark Link. I was Link. Peter Pan. Oh, well, his shadow never takes him over. I feel like... Yeah, see, the shadow converged and it had two options it could be a bro or it could be evil and peter okay. pan's picked the bro okay hans christensen's chose evil okay so that's that's the thing is mm -hmm. if you were a shadow think of yourself if you were a shadow would you want to be a bro to yourself or would you want to murder the one in your place duality of man <laughs> the duality <laughs> of man. <laughs> that needs to be the episode title, like Doppelgangers, the duality of man, or some yeah. shit like that. <laughs> so, another one is in Edgar Allan Poe's 1839 short story, William Wilson, which was the image we saw a little bit earlier. The narrator's doppelganger is out to ruin his life. While attending a school in England, the narrator meets a child with the same name and appearance, but the double constantly interferes and prevents him from accomplishing any of his goals. But in this story, the narrator is actually motivated by lust and greed, and his doppelganger oh. is the one that's morally right. Yeah, so I guess if, if your doppelganger is your opposite, so evil people... So that, I love that idea, yeah. especially in literature where you're not seeing the story through the hero's point of view, yeah. you know? <laughs> I love that. So I need a, I haven't read it in forever. I like, I just barely remembered it, but I have to go read it again. It's, it's Edgar Allan Poe. So if you had, if you had an emo face, yeah, you probably, <laughs> probably read it, probably read it, <laughs> but it's good. That is yeah. one of his ones that I actually really enjoy. So, now on to art, because I love when art is part of it. So, not only were doppelgangers fantastic for a good horror story, but the spooky concept even shook up the art world. One of the most famous depictions of doppelgangers come from 1851 sketch and 1864 watercolor called How They Met Themselves by Dante Gabriel Rossetti. This painting has a medieval couple walking through the forest at twilight and they suddenly encounter their twin strangers that have a supernatural light glow around them. The man is drawing his sword as his lover appears to have collapsed in a deathly swoon with her arms stretched towards the stranger's it's very twin. Dramatic. So dramatic. Swoon. Deathly swoon. Whoa. The deathly swoon doppelgangers. It gets <laughs> 
we'll get a good title by the end. Yeah. We just gotta go through twelve. <laughs> Kimmy summons uh, her doppelganger. That's the okay. That's the that episode is, title. That is so creepy. You said that because <laughs> look at this picture and. I, before I knew what doppelgangers and looked into this, I actually have like a bunch of stuff like this up in my house. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool because it looks like Edgar and I. Hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> and then I read about it. Nah. I was like, that's not going up. That's a definite. The good thing is, I don't think people swoon anymore. So you're probably good to go. <laughs> swooned up swoon in the arms of my lover yeah. but it kind of like looks like him too even has like his nose i don't know it like That's made creepy. me uncomfortable for a minute i was like mm. that would explain the two in the mirror behind you oh shut up get out of here <laughs> i can't with you right now that's <laughs> ryan's gonna give me a heart attack before i turn 30 <laughs> so let's hear about some science well, let's let's hear about. It. Anyway, it sucks because I think this is a really cool picture, but I just have such like mixed yeah. feelings because I, I like want to hang it up. Yeah, no, you should I was like, not. Oh, hang it that looks up in like us, house. and I'm like, no, no I'll just don't do that. I'll just paint a picture of us. It's, it's a bad fine. omen. Mm, you're right. You're thank you. I just mm -hmm. needed the just <laughs> the reinsurance. All right, so. No matter what, science can tell you what's up. So the spooky legend of doppelgangers definitely made for great good versus evil plots in different forms of art, especially in the time before we were able to quickly find our twin strangers online. So it was just amazing. Like, this was such a cool concept. But as time went on, people started questioning, was it an evil entity or was it just our brains playing tricks on us? Now... If we have learned anything about a great ancient story and that's been passed down for centuries, either the Catholic Church or science is going to have a say in it. And today, it is science. So, I know. <laughs> Shake Never it happens. Never. This is where I think my dad read about it mm. and wanted me to look it up. Gotcha. Not the paranormal stuff, because he ain't about that. Yeah. <laughs> the psychologists have identified... Neurological conditions like he autoscopy. He autoscopy. He autoscopy. He autoscopy. I like that one. He autoscopy, in which one hallucinates their own image at a distance. This would make sense in cases where only the original person could see their double. There is also autoscopy hallucinations, which means you are basically hallucinating looking at yourself. So they can be a result of an out-of-body experience, which typically happens when the subject is near death. So just, I looked it up. So just autoscopy is just like hallucinations. Okay. Uh, he autoscopy is just also known as just a negative autoscopy. So it's basically just a negative illusion, like a doppelganger trying to murder you. Yeah. Brains are scary. Yeah. They're, they're so cool and so scary. <laughs> um, and then finally, scientists also discovered that when researching, um, I can't, I know that word I can hear in my head, like el ellipse, not ellipse, epileptic. epileptic. Oh my god. Ryan, I'm so scared. Thank you. Epileptic sufferers, um, when they apply a shock to a part of the brain called the right. Ang angular gyrus the patient will often see another person in the room that looked just like them 
This part of the brain is related to the temporopartinal junction, and with the right type of stimulation, it can easily cause the individual to see people who aren't physically there. Interesting. Or, as I like to call it, the portal button in our brain. So, it's like, boop, and all of a sudden, they're there. Yeah. Just, yeah, careful, I... careful when you poke your head. You might wear a helmet. Yeah, just 24 7 wear a helmet. You will be cooler on a bike if you wear right. a helmet. They make cool helmets now. This isn't the 90s, you're fine. Yep. <laughs> so. Not only is there a big brain explanation for it, but there is also a gene explanation for it. So it's it's also important to look at how it isn't scientifically possible to have an exact duplicate of yourself running around. Basically, the human gene pool, despite thousands of years of mixing and mingling, is actually not all that diverse, especially when compared to other animals out there. So according to Global News, Humans have just really not been here long enough to create all that many generations of like diverse genetics. Mm. So that's why we see doppelgangers. It's just <laughs> we're not mingling enough. We haven't been around enough. There isn't enough of a blend to happen. Yeah. So it's like you could see someone very close to you, but that doesn't mean they're your twin. And it's funny with like the billions of people. Like, how many? No, there's, it's... there's what? Nine billion people these days. Mm-hmm. There's too many. <laughs> there. Seven point oh. nine billion. Yeah, and then I don't know. That one seems like a stretch. That there's not enough diversity. Yeah. Well, it was just saying like we haven't been around long enough to like mix up. Like it's saying we have a diversity, but not enough. That's why we see so many similarities between people. All right, that's fair. That's the the best way I can explain it. Yeah, I, I did know. say a lot of that science. One, that one seems like a stretch, though, to me. Yeah, but all of this makes some sense. But that doesn't explain others being able to see your doppelganger, and leads to the phenomenon actually being more of a paranormal experience. Mm-hmm. So now, if someone sees your doppelganger, that doesn't mean death is upon your door. But it does mean that you may be very ill soon. So if you see your friend's twin stranger, call them up, text them, send them a meme, see how they're doing, how they're feeling. Emotional, physical, check up on your friends, family, loved ones, all that fun stuff. Okay. But (laughs) I'm almost done. There's a lot to this. So now seeing your double in line while shopping is going to be way more amusing than seeing them while in a dream. Supposedly seeing your doppelganger in a dream is actually just as bad as seeing one physically. It is believed the reason one sees doppelgangers while sleeping is because their body is so relaxed they can't hold tightly to the spirit which allows them to wander freely. And this reminds me a lot of when we talked about mares. Mm -hmm. Just it's the same energy, like yeah. a thousand percent. Yeah, they come at you when you're at your most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And a lot of relation to astroplaning and all that crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, and then there's one other theory that we, this one's a fun one that will mess with you for a minute. If you are stoned, I apologize, but have fun with that trip. Um, 
if you are, we are actually living in a parallel universe in which everything in the world is replicated in another dimension. So when we see a doppelganger, we're actually witnessing a terror in the fabrics of reality. Have fun with that one. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, we are in the upside down, mm. which makes a lot of sense. Is that your doppelganger? No, shut up. <laughs> That's like, I thought you were my Are you sure? Thank you. Oh, stop it. What, I can't. what do you need to look for? <laughs> okay. <laughs> to make sure that yep. that person in your room right now is it's not, not a doppelganger. <laughs> well, he doesn't look like me. Well, and, but and what, he's a he. Okay. But, but we had we had earlier right. the dude's dad showed up. <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. So, so doppelganger hunting 101. All right. This is what I'll leave you with. Just like the game Sims, there is always a chance for a few duplicates to be created here and there. Just because someone looks similar to you or a loved one doesn't mean they are a doppelganger. So if you see someone that looks like them or you or is eerily similar, keep an eye out for these details. One, doesn't cast a shadow. Two, has no reflections in mirror or water. They can look, they can be in the mirror or water but you're like they don't if they're in your plane they can't reflect onto it like old school vampires okay okay um they are shadowing what you've already done okay. or they are doing what you will do in the future and this one's hard to tell because <laughs> you don't know what you're gonna do in the future you know what i mean but if any of these boxes are checked thankfully that's not what happened. I saw Eddie's shadow. So we're good. But if they are, the only bit of advice I have is do not interact with them no matter what. Apparently they will give you advice that is misleading or malicious and then cause your mind to spiral. Um, so whether you see your own doppelganger or one of a loved one's, I'd say heed it as a warning. In our current day and age, it's easy and even fun to find our twin strangers online. But there is the off chance you'll run into one in person or in your dreams. And if that's the case, trust your gut and walk the other way to avoid any confrontation or possible demise. They are malicious after all. Ooh. Or are they? Or they, they are. <laughs> Unless you're the dick, then they're exactly. the good one. That's a fair point. <laughs> oh, sorry. That was a lot, but this yeah. was a good, good topic. So, welcome to Modern Takes with Ryan. Uh, today, actually, I was very excited because this is one of my favorite movies. Um, so, a very good modern take on The Legend of the Doppelganger is portrayed in the 2019 thriller Us by uh, Jordan Peele. Um, here's the. Yeah. Oh, you haven't? Okay, well, here's the spoiler-free synopsis before we oh, get into spoilers. Tell. I'm fine. Well, no, but I'm for the audience. This is spoiler-free. Oh, okay. um, so, accompanied by her husband, son, and daughter, Adelaide Wilson returns to the beachfront home where she grew up as a child, haunted by a traumatic experience from the past. Adeline grows up increasingly concerned that something bad's going to happen. Her worst fear soon becomes a reality when four masked strangers descend upon the house. Forcing the Wilsons into a fight of survival, when the mask comes off, the family is horrified to learn that each attacker takes the appearance of one of them. 
Yeah. All right. So um, now we're going to get into spoiler territory. So if you don't want to be spoiled, fast forward a little bit. Um, this is your last warning. Okay. So as we discussed, the film follows Adelaide, um, who is haunted by an event in her childhood where she went into a house of mirrors and found a doppelganger of herself. So as an adult, she travels with her husband, her husband, daughter, and son to their family summer home, which is in the same city that the House of Mirrors is in. On the first night, they find four individuals standing in their driveway. The outsiders make their way into the house, revealing themselves to be the family's doppelgangers. So the doppelgangers attempt to kill the family, but the family is able to escape via a small lake. Um, but... Uh, many a uh, death, torture, and kidnappings later, um, <laughs> the Wilsons end up getting to a TV where there's a frantic news report that a bunch of red-clad duplicates of people, which is the same outfit that their duplicates were wearing, have come up all around the world and have began just killing their duplicates. Um, and then once they kill their duplicates... They're all joining together and, like, holding hands. Um, so, spoilers. So, these doppelgangers, before rising up, are called the Tethered and have no free will. Uh, and they live underground and they're forced to mimic the actions that the person they're tethered to does, no matter what harm it causes to themselves. So, like, in the movie, they're in, like, this, it seems like an underground, like, bunker. Like, it almost looks like a school. Okay. So, like, you know, narrow hallways, classrooms and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, like, if their person's dancing on a stage above ground, they're below ground in a hallway, like, getting flung around. Fascinating. Yeah, so they're all scarred up and stuff because, you know, they they have walls, but they're forced <laughs> to do whatever the people above them are doing. The, the poor the poor doppelganger that has, yeah. like, a masochist. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And, it, it you know, it, it actually goes a little, like, not, like, that bad, but it goes a little into that. Like, people who are, like, bad to themselves, like, really bad if you oh are forced to do it. Um, but without spoiling the entire movie, one of them was able to break free, which then freed the rest, which caused all this to happen. Um yeah, I don't want to spoil it much more than that. Um, it's a great movie, and I think it's a really like fun take on doppelgangers because it's a little different um, without without getting too into it. They're not like necessarily the same. They're very close to the uh, Native American version that you talked about earlier, where they okay. basically just are mirrors of the above ground. Uh, but yeah, go watch it. Fantastic movie. Like I said it's one of my favorites. Oh, I'm gonna watch it. I'm not. I don't watch movies unless someone can like convince me to watch a movie because yeah. I just don't have the attention to sit down. But that sounds amazing. Yeah. And it's a little like, it's a little gruesome, but it's not like it's not bad. It's not like Midsummer. <laughs> that one was really rough for me. Yeah, um, it's not quite this bad, but it's it's still a little rough. But it's worth watching. Okay, I'll have Edgar watch it with me. So yeah, he can tell me. I'm not sure where it's available, but you know the internet exists. Yeah, um, we, we got the internet for that. Yeah. Ooh, holy shit! That was, 
all of this, everything, I, it's fine. Okay, well, let's, <laughs> let's jump into some announcements because <laughs> that was good. I did, I like when you talk about like films or like a pop culture thing with it because it brings it home. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, still happening in like, modern day. Closes the chapter yeah. in the book, you know? Okay. Announcement time. Time for the lore report. Do we still do that? We call it the lore report still? I don't still? think we do, but this one we can. Let's call it the lore report. All right. We're getting more organized with each episode. Yeah. Episode 300 is going to be pretty solid. I can guarantee you yeah, just got to get Yeah, we're only 20 it. in. We're only 20 in. <laughs> so... Um, I completely spaced, but during our hiatus last month, we did a three-part major giveaway on our social media, and I just want to say thank you to everyone who entered. Um, I had a lot of fun creating all the goodies, and due to how well they were received and how a few people reached out, like, how can I get these, um, I made it as prizes when we hit certain Patreon goals. So that way everyone can have a chance to get one. So if you're donating on Patreon and we all hit like, I think it's like if we hit like 50 Patreons, like I'll mail everyone like one of them, which is pretty cool. Nice. So then everyone gets the goodies. Yeah, and they're, they're, make more. They were cool. I, I haven't seen them like, oh, I still haven't seen one in person, but I saw the pictures that everyone had posted and they're awesome. And I do need to send you goodies. One. You'll get... For your birthday, you'll just get like an alluring care package for me yes. <laughs> with all the stuff I've created for the show in a box so Good. far. I'll be you having like, the uh, existential dread of being three years away from 30, so I'm going to need a distraction. Yeah, no, um, I'll definitely do that. Um, 100%. I'll put 20 at heart on one of the shirts and do yeah. Mothman like dancing underneath it and we'll be fine. Um, so speaking of patrons, uh, it's been a while, but we want to give you guys a special shout out to all of our patrons. Um, you've all stuck around for a minute and we really appreciate it. It means a lot. Thank you for your continued support. Uh, pretty much keeps the show running. Um, yeah. <laughs> by using some of your monthly fees to do all of the stuff that we do. Uh, so thank you all so much. Plus, we love using Patreon as a tool to give you all access to bonus monthly episodes, digital downloads, coloring pages, and emailing goodies. Like, every month I do, like, an early episode digital wallpaper you can download and a coloring page. So, it's just, like, fun stuff you get for supporting. And that all being said, at the moment, we can only release one bonus video every month. But that can change. Um, currently, we would love to give you all more bonus content because we do enjoy uh, liquor and lore and the loring after dark and playing those spooky games and telling you guys more. But Ryan and I don't have time at all to do it. We're trying to save up to get an editor to help with our videos. I also want to do something with like liquor and lore and reading fairy tale books because I have like a bunch of classic ones that I just found, which is pretty cool. But we can only do that if we can get an editor to help us out. So if you want more alluring, please consider joining our Patreon and supporting the show. Even if it's just three a month, that can get us so far. <laughs> so, super appreciated. 
Um, so plus our Patreons get a bunch of options you can join at. You don't it, you don't gotta do a lot. Uh, and we have a camp counselor tier where you can talk with us one on one about whatever topic you'd like. Um, and we'll probably cover it in the future. And you'll get stickers based off the illustration for that episode with limited edition alluring postcards. So, if you or your friends are listening, you can all pitch in and pick an episode topic of your choosing. It'll be a group effort. Hell yeah. Yeah, so go check out our Patreon today at patreon.com slash alluring. And we are coming up on our one-year anniversary in May, which is crazy to me. That's insane. <laughs> So if that's going to put you in more of an existential three years till 30 crisis, there Probably. you go. <laughs> so if you are a Patreon prior to the special thing I'll be doing in May for it, you'll be getting a special anniversary gift from yours truly. So it is a great time to join because you'll be getting a little special bonus thing. So again, that is patreon.com slash and we can't wait to see you there. And last thing before we go, uh, join our Discord. Uh, we've been growing really fast. It's been awesome. Uh, we've been getting direct feedback on what y'all want to see, great cryptid memes, um, some spooky stories that some people have been sharing. There's something for everyone. Um, and we've had some people help us with our blog. So thank you so much. Um and they also helped us with our episode guides and just all the things that we don't have time for because of jobs. Um, <laughs> so thank you. Um, so come join us over on Discord. It's it's great if you aren't about that social media life because it's not really social media, but you still get to talk to us. Uh, mm -hmm. Simply go to alluring.com or alluring.com slash links. Click on the Discord links and join today. It's free. It's a phone app or a dis desktop app Ooh, yay beast of announcements because yeah. i forgot to write them last week <laughs> and we had to figure it out so <laughs> this is All really right. our first full episode bag last last week except two weeks ago's episode was very short so yeah it was it was get back into an yeah, episode was, uh, yeah so we start with a safety cryptid and then then mm -hmm. we can do our deep dives again yeah. Okay. All right. Let's jump <laughs> over to our learning alignment chart that hopefully you don't see at the very beginning. Um, you forgot about it by now because we did. So that yeah. means you have. <laughs> so I placed mine uh, chaotic neutral just based off the stories. Um, like, I don't think. I, sorry. Eve. Neutral evil, not chaotic evil. Because um, I feel like they are evil because they're taking over people. But then hearing about how there's some that are good, like if the person's good, then they're... Or if the person's bad, then they're good. So that actually kind of would change my opinion a little just towards neutral because they're just the opposite of whatever you are. Really? Because, like... Okay. But I still think they're neutral when it comes to lawful or chaotic. But I think it depends on the person, on whether it's an evil or a good doppelganger. Okay. So if I could do it now, hearing what I said, I'd put them like true neutral. Okay. Weird. I would have never expected that. 
Well, well, I mean, it was literally just that one section where you talked about the Edgar Allan Poe one where mm-hmm. the guy was motivated by lust and greed, so his doppelganger was a good guy. Well, the thing is, like, in our lives, too, we've met some real pieces of work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's probably like, have a really cool doppelganger. Yeah, exactly. So now whenever I see someone that I just, like, can't handle their existence i was like i bet your doppelganger is the most yeah. funny charismatic humane person on and the i mean maybe you're the doppelganger if you're oh. a good person and you're like why am i a good person think about maybe. it well, that's a lot that's a lot to mess with mm-hmm. your brain yeah well so where'd ryan... you put yours kimmy <laughs> ryan had me change mine because of what I, he said. I didn't make you change yours. I just wanted, you affected. I didn't make. I just brought up a point. He brought up a point. He didn't force me. I wasn't. I didn't have to do it. And a, or a doppelganger would appear or anything. But he brought up a point because this is how I gauge all this folklore. I have like a scale in my head. And the first scale is what does the history tell me? And then the second scale is how attractive are they where I allow misunderstanding to play a factor (laughs) so originally I put it as evil chaotic because I really felt like they were just evil entities that's it but and I also was like well if I saw my doppelganger I would not fuck myself because I am not into myself like I definitely have a type it's definitely like Spanish pirate and I'm 100% okay with that but like I'm just not into redheads redheads are beautiful but like I wouldn't do anything with them so I was like oh chaotic evil and then he brought up a great point what if I saw someone else's doppelganger and then I was like hmm if there were two David Bowie's in a room I'd be okay with that (laughs) so (laughs) two Jack Sparrow sounds great my boy that sounds like an amazing day for me so i bumped it up to a little bit more lawful because they have their rules they follow at that point i feel we could all get on the same the page rules are them point. being attractive that yes is. Yeah. <laughs> the law of attractiveness the law it's called lawful because it's the lawful of attractiveness mm-hmm. to me. Not to be That's confused what... with the law of attraction. This is the law of attractiveness. Very Two different. completely different things. Yeah. Very easy to confuse. So yeah. I bumped mine up because I was like, well, then there's twins. Oh. that aren't twins already and that's a beautiful thing that i'm okay with so <laughs> that's something we didn't bring up our doppelganger twin like twin doppelganger is a thing like if you're a twin okay and then the, like an identical Ooh. twin then there's a doppelganger well i guess that's why you have the you're right that's why you have the doppelganger hunting yeah so that makes sense I right say, how would you ever know but that's how well I don't know if this is just because I dated a lot of twins. You can always tell. Like, even ones that are identical, mm. they're like energies different. Okay. Or they're like auras different. Like, yeah. they, can, they can both be cancer, but one's going to be a little bit more like outspoken and the other's yeah. going to be a little more quiet from my experience. So then 
it's because the thing is there's like the outspoken one but his doppelganger won't be mm, yeah shy be the opposite yeah you know it's just going to be the dark side of mm-hmm. the outspoken where like the book the book reading one um the doppelganger of the book reading one is just going to be more dark about it you okay. know what i mean yeah, it's like, so it's not the opposite if you went through an emo phase you might be a doppelganger <laughs> Are we in? Are we in the bad place? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh well. What are our takeaways from? I'm not going to explain that anymore. I feel like you guys learned a lot about my attraction theories. And I think um, from the science section, I learned always wear a helmet. Oh, okay. So that you don't get poked in the wrong spot. Um, it doesn't help. <laughs> As a female, that doesn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always wear a helmet. Um, and then, if you're emo, like if you're an emo kid, you might be a doppelganger. <laughs> okay. So check check yourself, see if you cast a shadow. If not, go go hunt down your other, I guess. And, okay. And good luck. All right, campers, our takeaway are always wear a helmet. And if you were emo, you are the doppelganger. <laughs> Likely. Likely the doppelganger. Likely the doppelganger. All right. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. This has been Alluring. You just have the most alluring day ever, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> And that's all for this episode of Alluring. Thank you for taking a seat around the campfire and listening. If you want more Alluring, go check out our website, Alluring.com. That's A-L-O-R-E-I-N-G.com. You can also find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Discord. If you have any questions, folklore, cryptid sightings, or urban legend you would like us to discuss, email us at Alluring at gmail.com. If you like this show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It's the best way to help support us and spread the word. Special thanks to Lane Hammonds for our music. If you'd like to show your support and have access to bonus content not posted anywhere else, visit our Patreon page today at patreon.com slash and help us keep the firewood burning. Bye-bye now.